1: audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year fall guy fall guy, fall guy. A poster see ryan gosling and emily blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy trying to make it out because nope. i don't either it's not what i'm into right now what are you into talking
0: yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> the fall guy only in theaters may 3rd read at pg-13 tishan j will and zubin the podcast aaron rogers lets us know it's about the people it's about the character. It's about the culture.
2: I like him as a football player. Who
1: sets really all of those things good. for an organization? He's but the guy at the very top—he's
2: pretty damn good, I would say. Yeah, he could play,
1: right? He's
2: Which is—and you're the guy
1: that earlier in the show said you you'd trade him yeah, rather trade. than get rid of the GM, yeah, trade who is him. clearly the problem. I trade him. He could play and. I'd trade him. All right, can we acknowledge, though, I think now officially acknowledge, even though we still have to decode some of the things that Aaron Rodgers said to Kenny Mayne last night, can we acknowledge that it's pretty clear that his issue is with one person and only one person, it certainly, and that's Brian Gutekunst, the it GM. Certainly, yes.
2: It certainly seems that way, right? 100% it just seems that way. Right. Because the way he kind of was talking to Kenny Mayne and leaving things kind of like open for you to figure out. A lot and, of breadcrumbs. Yeah, a lot of them. And, and – but Look, whenever, man, Aaron Rodgers is a hell of a football player. There's no question yeah. about it. He deserves everything. But in the end, uh, as a general manager, I got to do what's best for the organization. As the president and Mark Murphy, like, that's fine, I got. But, do but what's if I'm the best. president, I
1: got to do what's best, best for the organization. organization now, yeah. you as the pl- I, I know what you said you would do, but yeah. I'm just talking about it now from the player. Put yeah. yourself in Aaron Rodgers' shoes right now. Put yeah. yourself in Hawaii. All right, you're going through a cleanse. You're feeling really good you're physically. Good. You let your hair grow. Avocado toothpaste. Avocado toothpaste that you can't put back into the I just tube. It, I just threw
3: avocado and a and random toothpaste. thing. Go ahead. We just put it together. Healthy I like ideas. it.
1: No, it's fine. But with with just put yourself there and tell me, if I then said to you, all right, we're making a move, we're going to get – he's out, we'll bring in a GM, would you then say, all right, I'm good now? Do you feel like – as the player, would you say that or would you still say, no, nah, it's not – you know, like it's too much now, it's gone too far, and let's just let's just call it a day?
2: I, I would say, you know – I'm not really asking for you to get rid of the general manager. That's on you. That's your decision.
1: But I'm letting you know we're doing it. Does if, that if, change if, anything about how if you? If you
2: do it, that's on you. Um, I enjoy playing with my teammates. I, you know, you see, I, Devontae Adams is my guy. Man, I really like being a Packer. I see what you're doing. Um, and you
1: know, it's on you to make that decision on right, what you so want. Yeah, you're, you're not. You're not giving me any confirmation. See, that, that means at I still, all, whether I, you approve of it. No, right? you're, not, your not, you're not going to endorse it at all. That, do that, it. That means. Right. <laughs> right, Adam? No. Do it. Well, I'm do telling it, you hey? we're doing it.
2: Okay, so do it. When, where's the ticker? Where's the- Well, I, will you stay now? Well, are you fine now? Are you, you showing up? up? I'm Two not things. telling
3: one thing, you what I'm one doing. Thing, <laughs> one thing here. You saying your answer you just said is different than you saying do it. Right? Like, yeah. Your first answer still seems so passive-aggressive to me that maybe this issue lies deeper than just my GM. So, that's where there needs to be a coming to Christ conversation with those two. I'm like, I need you to tell me. I can't tell you. If no. I were to do this, then what? Like, this is how I envision it working. Like, you have to come to the table no. with how do you strategy? I'm it not can't telling be like, you, I'm well, not telling what you what to do, then that's what you telling, decide to
2: do. I'm not doing that, Jay, for you to go tell somebody I demanded that you get well, rid on, of I can't. I can't keep playing this Game of Thrones game. <laughs> right? you I get- can't. You. Somebody's gonna need to tell me what
3: the hell I need to know. They'll keep you on my team. But I, Enough! I, I can't. I can't. Beautiful (laughs) mystery, no (laughs) more. But if I'm Aaron
2: Rodgers, I'm not telling you, so you can go tell somebody that I said fired. But if I do that,
1: then if if I I violate your trust, can I expect you to be at training camp once I make this move? Can I now expect you to be there, Key?
2: I'm not asking you to make a move (laughs) though. What, what
1: do you mean? Right. We're going to reset so the culture. We're going to keep the people, and we're going uh, to we're going to upgrade the character of the franchise. So much about Aaron Aaron all your words. If
2: you were to ask Aaron Rodgers when he comes onto the show, do you want the general manager gone? The first thing he's going to do is exactly what I just gave you. I know. I'm not That's asking not a show. To do I'm, it. I'm it. talking about an intimate conversation I know you're between doing. Aaron Rodgers but I can't and Mark, you, Mark you, Murphy. But I can't do that. But I
1: understand, Jay. I, it, I understand Jay. what he's doing, and actually, it's 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 really good because he's giving you that insight that we're looking for. It's. I'm never going to acknowledge that that's what I want. So you make that decision. All I'm asking is I'm not asking you for your permission. I'm telling you I'm doing it. Yeah. What I'm asking you is now this is one move I'm making. Do I still have to now make another move? Do call, I have to call, make a trade call, for you or are you, uh, you going to be there? Me, call me after you fire the dude.
2: Call me after you fire him. If that's what you decide to do, then we can have a conversation later on. Okay. I'm not having but, that conversation with you. Okay. So when you fire this dude, here, you can now go tell Jay. Keyshawn said he No. Here's, here, here's the crazy thing about
3: ego. I got though. it. Say I'm, say I'm Mark Murphy, and I'm having this conversation with Key, and Key is Aaron Rodgers. Okay, I'll fire him. At the end of the day, it's still you firing him. You know that, right? Uh, of course. course. No, no, no. It's That's fine true. if you want to, in your own rational mind, believe that you had nothing to do with it, and we can sit up here and say that you never said anything. I'll say you never said anything. Look, we,
2: people ain't stupid. But it's better to people, be off the record than on fine. the record. That's why People yeah, aren't yeah.
1: stupid. That, that, that's, I, people know that, that's, this whole he's thing is happening. He's escaping liability. Yeah. That's what he's doing.
2: Hey, in his own yeah.
3: mind. But in the reality, everybody's no. going to write. You still know where it. No, no, it is. It's, it's
2: not, it not it in do. my own mind because I can always point to I had nothing to do with that. I know, but that's what you can say because you're in your own mind. But everybody else outside knows what the real deal is. We are all in our uh, own We all know minds. that you don't like but Brian. You can't write that I don't like you because I never told you I didn't like you. Right?
1: Progressive Insurance. Progressive's Home Court Explorer gives you multiple quote options so you can pick what's right for you. Oh, See for thanks. yourself at progressive.com. So again, <laughs> let, let, let those listening to us right now as we're trying to again pick through the conversation that Aaron Rodgers had with Kenny Maine last night on Sports Center. Just listen to again the the little codes that he leaves in his non-answers about how he feels about the organization and also Jordan Love.
4: It's never been about never been about the draft pick picking Jordan. I love Jordan. He's a great kid a lot of fun to, to work together. Uh, I love the coaching staff, love my teammates, you know, love the fan base in Green Bay. It's incredible, incredible 16 years. It's just kind of about a, a, a philosophy, you know, and and maybe forgetting that it is about the people that make the thing go. It's about It's about character. It's about culture. It's about doing things the right way. A lot of this was put in motion last year and uh, the wrench was just kind of thrown into it when I won the MVP and played uh, the way I played <laughs> last year. So this is just kind of, I think, uh, the, the spill out of all that. But look, man, it is about the people, and that's the most important thing. Green Bay has always been about the people, from Curly Lambeau being owner and founder to the 60s with Lombardi and Bart Starr and all those incredible names to the 90s teams with Coach Holmgren and Farvey and the Minister of Defense to the, the run that we've been on. It's about It's about the people.
1: Uh, I mean, the classic phrase of the philosophy, the people, the character, the people, the culture, doing but, it the right way. Like, it's so political. But then he throws in, which I thought was that little petty part of, you know, I guess their plan was pretty much move on. And then I won MVP and kind of ruined those plans, didn't I? Like, yeah. I ain't dead yet. But the people, instead of saying the
2: great players that played for the Green Bay Packers that changed the franchise and won championships in those eras, he kept saying the people, the people. I know what he means by the people. He's talking about cornerstone franchise changing players. Well, like them. myself. Bart Starr. That's he what put he's himself saying. in that company. Yeah, yeah, Bart like Starby, like, Brett like myself. So when you have a rift with people like me, these are the things that happen. That's what he's saying. You put that cow education to use. That's for damn sure, right no there. No doubt.
1: There's no doubt, uh, uh, certainly about that. say ESPN. Eight eight seven two nine three seven seven six. I want to hear though what everybody feels about this after hearing Aaron Rodgers speak for the first time. After we've been kicking this around for so long, we go to Keith in Texas. Keith, your thoughts?
5: Uh, yeah. So let me just say first off, that I'm a Cowboys fan, so it's hard to talk about these things. But <laughs> put that aside. I feel like. I don't know if it's so much as an issue with the general manager other than the issue of for 2 years now we they went 13 and 3 in 2 years they've been beat out of the playoffs because they've had a lack of certain weapons. What do you guys think about if they make a play for Julio Jones and bring Julio Jones in to pair up with the uh, with the uh, Adams would that make Aaron Rodgers happy now that he's got two cornerstone weapons that he can go to? Well, that's what
1: can we're, they make? That's that what we are
3: throwing around though? Yeah. That, does it take the removal of Brian Gutenkunz and also the addition of a player like Julio Jones? Like, would that be enough to keep Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay? I would think so, but I'm not Aaron Rodgers. The I don't aggressive know. Aggressive play towards, not, towards did, did he not to just
2: him. win the MVP? Yeah, in the year before that, he was forty. Six hundred yards in mm-hmm, the air, mm-hmm, yep. something like twenty nine and three. yeah.
1: Yep. Touchdown interceptions. Numbers, Interstate numbers, sh- numbers were fantastic. Yeah. So
2: why do he need Julio Jones? Why not? I mean, obviously, a piece You're loading up. Yeah, why, why did why Tom not? Brady
1: need Gronk? And because why did you Antonio see? Brown. Because did
2: you see what he had in New England the prior year?
1: No, in New England, yes. Yes, I'm talking about once he got to Tampa, why did you have to add Antonio Brown? Antonio Brown. Brown, He wanted Antonio Brown. He he got Antonio Brown. Did Bruce Arians want Antonio Brown? No, but Tom did, so okay. But was Antonio
2: Brown that big of a difference maker throughout the course? He Remember, Antonio Brown came halfway through. through I understand, but but it's the
3: point that the quarterback wanted him. And I I think it was also the point to show your quarterback that we are all in with you. Yes. We are on the same page you. We want to load up, let's load up. Nope. Yeah,
2: but I, I wouldn't, no, I can't, I'm All not right. going to do it. You're not feeling that? Because I got to now give up too many assets to get Julio Jones. I got to give up one, one, a first round pick first round. for an aging receiver
1: that has been. Now he's an aging receiver. Oh, he, he okay, did, well he, maybe he did, he did I don't He missed seven it. games last year.
3: He uh, missed seven games
1: last year.
2: Yeah, and the year before that, yeah. the year before. I mean, he's had some injury problems. He has a big, large number. I didn't understand the name. Julio Jones doesn't work for Green Bay cuz they got to give up too much. That's the problem. He works for New England cuz New England won't have to give up a lot. It's out of the conference, it's the AFC. Uh you talk about the Raiders. It makes sense. It's the AFC. The NFC, Atlanta would be willing to trade him to the NFC, but they're going to want a lot. Okay. All That's right, more, why it doesn't make sense.
1: More on this topic, of course, for sure. 888-CESPN, 729 Keyshawn J. Will Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. And all guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. Donovan Mitchell, we talked about him previously. Let's get back into that conversation. Donovan Mitchell with the Utah Jazz. They hold him out late scratch for game one. Jazz end up losing game one. He's clearly not happy about it, and seems like it continues what has been. Even though he signed an extension, even though he has talked publicly uh, about being committed to the Jazz, it just feels like there remains some type of issues with him and that organization. Brian Windhorst, our ESPN NBA insider, joins us right now on the Goodyear hotline, just did the story on it, has been talking about it on ESPN.com. Wendy, what is at the center of these issues between Mitchell and the Jazz? Well, I mean, I think in and of itself, this
6: was just a really strange organizational decision that is very hard to understand. I Obviously, if a player is not healthy, he may not agree with the training staff, And that happens all the time in sports. But this particular situation, he practiced three days in a row and went to morning shoot-around. The entire team thought he was playing, and then he was pulled. And then less than 24 hours later, he was cleared to play 48 hours later. It makes no sense. But even if we step out of that for a second, the bigger issue is that in this recovery from this injury which has gone on way longer than initially projected by everybody both the player and the doctors and every and the trainers is that midway through his rehab Donovan was not happy with the way it was going and he brought in his own trainers now this is not unheard of in the NBA it is very common for it to happen. Michael Jordan had his own trainer. LeBron had his own trainer. Even Dwayne Wade, who has helped mediate this inside the organization in his new role as part owner of the Jazz, he had his own trainer. But for Donovan, he had never done this before. And for this to happen, for him to go to his own trainers and then get to the moment where he comes back and then there to be another conflict – It feels troublesome about how he views the training staff and the trust level there. Guys, it may not matter. He may come back on on Wednesday and play great. They may win this series 4-1, and this may be forgotten. But I'm going to tell you right now, Donovan was furious, and his relationship has been damaged. It can be corrected, but it was damaged with the team.
3: Brian, how do you add that small factor to the whole pie? Does Donovan like living in Utah? you know is the reason they brought in D Wade to try to build that relationship because D Wade is almost seen as like a peer to Donovan Mitchell his relationship with Rudy Gobert where is that seems like there's starting to become a lot of question marks around Donovan Mitchell's potential long-term viability for the Utah Jazz
6: okay so jay you know this speaking honestly this is something that the entire league is watching and they're going to keep te- te- checking this temperature, especially because yes, he signed the max extension last off season. He is committed to the Jazz for four more years after this, but he didn't. He asked for a player option, getting out of it, and that that makes it a year shorter. So people are watching that, and there is, you know, you know, because of things that have happened in the past, there is some wonder about whether Donovan is committed there. And look, there were probably a dozen reasons why the new owner Ryan Smith brought Dwayne Wade in to the ownership group. And Dwayne Wade has a lot of money, but Dwayne Wade did not pay the going rate. He, he did not pay the rate that uh, I would pay if I wanted to go in. And that's because Dwayne brings some things that are worth a lot to the organization and bringing him in is a huge value, regardless of what the uh, man, the monetary deal was. And this is one of them, his ability, not only to connect and relate to a guy like Donovan Mitchell in a place like Salt Lake City, but for future players that the Jazz hope to uh, hope to recruit and retain going forward. And so, absolutely, this is one of the reasons why uh, Dwayne Wade is in the organization to keep Dwayne uh, or to keep Donovan Mitchell in Salt Lake City for his whole career in managing situations like this. And from what I'm told, Dwayne was on the front line of this. Keeping this thing together over the last 48 hours trying to do this.
2: We you're talking about players, this is the time of year when where people start to talk about players moving around at different locations. Steph Curry obviously has been in the news, this big contract potential extension. Here's what Bob Myers had to say about Steph Curry getting a deal done this summer.
1: I mean as optimistic as you can be, I, I don't see any reason not to be optimistic. He seems like he's motivated, we're motivated. I would say pretty confident we'll get something done. Do they get a deal done?
6: If they offer him the max key, um which is a 200 like 15 million dollar extension for 4 years, I don't see why he wouldn't commit. He's he's beloved there. He's had great success there and I'm sure he believes in the franchise. Um the franchise is extremely well capitalized. They just sold off uh 5% of the team for 300 million bucks, I mean, you know, and and even though they've they've struggled like everybody with the pandemic, they, they've got a ton of money. Um, this, the question is, are they going to offer him the, that max contract? In the past, the Warriors have been shrewd negotiators. They got Kevin Durant to take a couple of years of less than max contracts. They uh, got Andre Iguodala to uh, maneuver his contract around. So do they come to him and try to appeal to him and say, hey, can you take a little less than the max so we can build this team over the next four years? Um, but the real, real challenge in Golden State, and if I'm Steph Curry, this is what I want to know, maybe even beyond the money. They have James Wiseman, the number two pick in this year's draft, a prospect, a raw prospect. They're going to have two lottery picks in this draft. Uh, especially if Minnesota slides out of the top three, they get that pick. Um, and they have their own. Navy Minnesota is in the top three, and then it's an unprotected pick next year. Either way, it's a very valuable trade chip. If I was Steph Curry, I would say, "What is our direction? Are we going to take these young draft picks, and you're going to draft guys, and I'm going to have three, you know, 19 or 20 year olds on this roster trying to win, or are we going to trade those pieces for bona fide players that when Klay Thompson comes back and Draymond Green is still in the in the back end of his prime?" Do we make one more push with this? That to me is as big of a, of a decision organizationally as uh, as getting Steph to sign it on the line.
1: Wendy, in twelve years, he's made two hundred million dollars with the Warriors. Would his max be a two hundred million dollar max?
6: Yeah, he can add four years and two fifteen. So about he, that. you know, he would double his career earnings. And <laughs> Isn't that amazing? His value to the franchise is unquestioned. I mean, the, the, he is the guy they're coming through the doors to see. But it's it's not even just about the money. I mean, obviously they got to offer it to him, but if if he doesn't hear what he likes about the way they've got the back end of his career planned, you know, he he may not sign it to see how it plays out.
3: Brian, let's talk about somebody who has value to an organization, that's Brad Stevens with the Boston Celtics. Uh, how important are these playoffs to his career in Boston?
6: Well, the Celtics are – this has been a, a bit of a lost year for them. I, I don't know how this series with the Nets will ultimately play out – Uh, Game one was competitive, but they're not going to win that series. Um, The Celtics have some major decisions to make, and and I've said this before. I think that across the board, the Celtics have not had – a good twelve or so months. I think some of their ownership decisions have been hurtful. I think some of their front office decisions have been hurtful. I think some of the Brad Stevens coaching has not been his best, which he has admitted. And I think some of their players haven't delivered at the level that they expected them to deliver, whether it was due to injury or through other circumstances. So there's going to be a lot that's going to have to be manipulated on the Celtics. The thing I would say though is they have two star perimeter players in their early 20s under long-term contract. That is the tough thing to get. That is what everybody who was on the outside of the title contention window is trying to get. So in a lot of ways, the hard part is done for them. Um, I don't know if there's anything Brad can do in the short term here, but obviously their game plan and their roster moves coming the next year have got to be a step above where they were this year. Yeah, there's
1: no doubt it. It's not acceptable. The standard's much different there in Boston. And, Brian, thank you so much for the time. Always good to talk to you.
4: Thanks, Have Brian. a good day, guys. You uh-huh. too,
1: brother. Brian Windhorst, our NBA insider here at ESPN on the Goodyear hotline. I mean, what he said, though, about Steph Curry, I had to just bring that up. He made $200 million in his first 12 years. He could get 200 in four. <laughs> His in next, his next four, Essentially, his last, it essentially, could be his last contract. And if you're Golden State, inflation and the money, but the money they've made now since that all, you know, that dynasty begins, and he's a huge part of building it, building a new arena the, the in the San arena, Francisco. Yeah, I mean, if you're the Golden like you give it to, you don't you give it to him? Retire, think, I retire with us? It's not, it's not even it's a question worth it to us. Even K, if you, you know are why old we gave KD a pay
3: cut to a degree because. KD wasn't our franchise. You're our franchise. Yeah, but he though. really didn't take How did Katie he go really to him and take ask him to take, take less? I mean, he took a little bit less. I mean, he
2: took less to go there, but it wasn't like he went from like, yeah. you no, know. Right, 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 right. Be, no, he wasn't, yeah. Yeah, he, let's he, be he, a little bit less. He didn't take the mid-level yeah. exception. It's I mean, almost like, yeah, yeah. exactly. Nobody's it's struggling. It's almost like you say Steph could take less money, da, da, da sure well, okay yeah okay so i'm giving you 200 instead of 215
1: okay big deal but the point is 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 do you do you really ask him or do you let him say i'll take less if we can because i think we say. can get this guy you right? let you say. let him offer it yeah right? but i'm no you give him the max whatever
2: it is yeah. that you can do and if he wants to take less he take less and if he doesn't he does not if but you're
1: what? him do you look at the books and say all right if i take this how does this affect us down the road yes like you're him you probably want to uh, know if, all if, that, if right? i'm Stephen
3: curry i am playing capologist like, I, I'm sitting here like, okay, I'm the de facto GM. What you go, to hear here, Bob Myers? But what like, are, so, who are we? Are we yeah, what are you going to do Weisman? with this money I'm we got, you. we got James Wiseman, we got Kelly Oubre, we got Andrew Wiggins. Like, how are we, are we packaging them up? Who are our targets? Who they are we holding Where's say, Clay
1: Thompson? If Clay's coming back, I'm packaging them all up. Yeah, you've got Draymond, you've got Clay coming back. Who knows what he's going to look like, but he's still Clay Thompson. Shooting doesn't get old. It's, so, the, those three are back. you got to look at the young roster. Like, remember when, remember when uh, LeBron went back to Cleveland? Yep. And he's like, "All right, these guys got to go. Get me Kevin Love. Get me this guy. Get me that guy. Like that's almost what they've got to do with this roster.
3: It also makes you go back and review the draft because I know that they took a big in James Wiseman. Obviously, he got hurt here seven yeah. a year,
1: but you always wonder what that team could have been
3: like if they had a mellow ball. Well, I mean, and he can always
2: wind up in L.A. and ain't nothing but down the street. So you know, right.
1: man. enough we, of that. Another one, huh? Booker him. Back we to we the NFL. We go. Mitchell. Did Julio Jones just turn up the heat in Hot Atlanta? It's been a good day on teases That's next. KJZ, ESPN Radio, and the ESPN app. Crazy.
5: The Bucs take game two in their series with the Heat, a commanding 2-0 lead. Are they the team to beat in the Eastern
0: Conference? We'll answer that question and more with me, Greening, starting 10 a.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio and ESPN+. Plus. to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot slash unsportsmanlike.
7: Sports Center right now Aaron
1: Rodgers speaks his issue with the Packers it's not with Jordan Love it's about philosophy and character it's and culture mystery. it's about the people Jay it's about the people and he said this Monday night in appearance on Sports Center to commemorate Kenny Maine's final show on ESPN on the ice last night did you guys see this the Islanders defeated the Penguins 3-2 in double overtime Josh Bailey with the game-winning goal. And here's what it sounded like on the Islanders radio network.
0: Here a turnover chance for Bailey and alone. Chutes, he scores! Josh Bailey has won it in overtime. Islanders win it 3-2. They take a three games to two series lead. And we'll have a chance to close out the Penguins Wednesday night at the Coliseum in game six. Oh, my God, this is amazing! They had to
1: scrape Chris King off the ceiling after that call. Ilya Sorokin, the rookie, with 48 saves for the Islanders. They take a 3-2 series lead. They have an 11-1 series record all time when leading 3-2 in a best-of-seven series. So you can book it. Lakers Suns play tonight game two of their series, and they plan a moment of silence in honor of George Floyd. Today marks one year since Floyd's murder. SportsCenter brought to you by Goodyear. Goodyear knows from here on out, every game is a chance to create momentum, to make the right pass, the right move, to hit the perfect shot. It takes momentum to get through the playoffs. It takes everything to capture a title. Goodyear, more driven.
3: I want to be the best. It isn't my mentality. If I come here to work, I'm gonna be the best today I can possibly be. Fuck! Holla at the kid, if you want it, you can get it. Hate it, sweat it, I'll be flexing. I'm just riding around my city bank account and chair model.
2: Huh. Sitting pretty, I just had to let them know. This is what I do.
1: You have to appreciate that talent. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. Alan Hahn in for Zubin. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. What's going on in Atlanta? Why not ask Matt Schaub, who joins us right now on the Goodyear Hotline. Two-time Pro Bowl quarterback, was a backup last season in Atlanta. Matt, good morning. So as we're, we're now learning more about this story between Julio Jones and the Falcons, what went wrong in Atlanta?
5: You know, I think it was a snowball of things. you know you look at the past few years and and after going to the Super Bowl then making the playoffs the next year, and then you know back to back sub five hundred seasons, you know I think you know frustration sets in, and you can see where things are trending when you're a player and with with the salary cap situation and you know when you're in Julio's shoes and you've had some injuries, I think you you see the writing on the wall and, you know, I think for him, he's just trying to get out in front of it and then and, and spin the narrative in his direction. And, and, you know, if things are going to go a certain way, he wants to try to be in control of it. And I think that's the way of the, the players in this generation. And nowadays is you have this platform and this social media and, you know, you have a lot more power and control over certain things. And, you know, you, you want to voice your opinions and, and, and get your word out there, you know, especially when you see in the media that a team might be shopping. You're you the fielding phone calls and you can kind of sense that things are going in a certain direction.
2: Matt, how big of a predicament did he just put the Atlanta Falcons organization mm-hmm. in by basically publicly saying he's out of here? Um, and now – that trade value seems to be going in a different direction.
5: Well, I think you definitely put the team in the corner a little bit. I mean, I think however it was leaked, whatever the week leading up to you know, Julio's comments yesterday, that they were fielding phone calls and they were shopping him out there in the open market. I think, you know, the team put that out there or Julio's agent put that out there. There's many different ways that that can get leaked, but you know, when when Julio makes those comments, then the team is kind of backed in the corner. But at the same time, they don't have to trade him. They don't have to accept any deal and not get the value they're looking for. And they don't have to necessarily do him a favor by trading him to a team that he wants to win on right now. There's a lot of teams with. The the cap situation that they can trade and take on Julio, but that team not necessarily is ready to win right now. And there's only a couple of those teams off the top of my head that I can think about. And it's whether they're willing to offer the Falcons what they desire as equal compensation for a guy like Julio Jones. And so they don't have to do anything. But, you know, I think given the distraction that it could be, um, you know, they'd probably you know try to make a deal happen at some point here in the near future
2: how frustrated
3: do you think matt ryan would be if he loses his biggest weapon
5: i think it'd be very frustrating knowing matt and knowing their rapport and you know all decade together um you know there's so much on the field that that non communication that understanding of what you're both looking at and where you're going to be and you know matt knowing where Julio likes to have the ball thrown to or being able to throw him open, even when he gets the double coverages and some of those things that a guy like that commands, um, you know, he, he knows how to still get him the football, especially in crunch time situations. But when you look at the roster and you look at the past couple of years, when Julio has been out of the lineup, um, which is a fair amount, you know, you had a guy like Calvin Ridley step up, you had Hayden Hurst. Now you had Kyle Pitts this year. You Russell Gage played a big part. As the slot receiver this past season. So, you have guys that have had opportunities and have come up big for you. So, you know, getting Kyle Pitts uh, into the mix here in training camp and early in the season, you know, is going to be huge, you know, a huge weapon and mismatch for, for other teams to defend. So, um, you have guys that can fill in that void, but, you know, having Julio on the field does command a lot of attention. So, you can sort of predict what you might get as far as coverage is when he is on the field for you.
1: We're talking with former Falcons quarterback Matt Schaub joining us right now on the Goodyear Hotline. You mentioned Kyle Pitts by them making that move there because there was some speculation they might go quarterback and maybe it's you know Matt Ryan. The clock is now also ticking on him, but it seems like Matt Ryan has talked about uh, feeling refreshed and now he feels like he's got more time uh, left in his game, more tread on the tire. They go with Kyle Pitts. How much is have you seen from Kyle Pitts that tells you all right? You get a You bring in a talent like this it could at least buffer a little bit of the loss of somebody like Julio Jones.
5: I think it gives you depth and it gives you another guy, another weapon to be able to get the football to. And um, like I mentioned earlier, the mismatch he'll create at the tight end position, whether you know, a team wants to play uh, nickel defense and put a, a small corner on Kyle Pitts and try to cover him from that aspect when he's in the game or do they stay in base defense and you have a safety covering him or the zone coverage you might see. So I think it just gives you added depth and another weapon to work the middle of the football field and you can spread him out wide. You can put him in the slot. He can put his hand in the dirt and run his routes from a tight, normal tight end position. Um, can you ask him to come in and, and, you know, replicate what Julio has done over the last decade? No, I mean that'd be that'd be ridiculous for anyone to come in and think that one person's going to be able to pick up that slack. I think it's it's just a group effort, and it's a total team effort. You got to have multiple guys step up and fill the, fill in that void that that happens there in the passing game. And you know, another way you can do that is you can run the football a little bit better. You can uh, control the line of scrimmage and, and be able to run the football. With Mike Davis and. And those backs there, and, and then you're not asking Matt Ryan to drop back 50 times and have to find Julio 10, 15 times a game. So um, I think there's different ways you can pick up the loss of a Julio Jones on your offense.
1: Matt, you were talking earlier about you know players having more say more control, even with their own messaging with social media and whatnot. I'd be just you know I'd be remiss not to ask you as yourself a quarterback, are you watching with any type of interest or fascination about what Aaron Rodgers is going through, what he's doing no. with Green Bay?
5: Yeah, I'm definitely I mean I'm just a fan of the game and you know, and I know him so I you know, I'm I'm interested cuz you know, he's the one of the faces of the league and so when things are going in a direction that they are with him in his career and with that organization, you know, a team that's been to multiple NFC championship games, including back-to-back years these past two and you know, see this happening and and play out the way it is you know, in social media, in the media, in the public eye. I mean, it's, it's tough because, you know, there's a day and age when you didn't know a lot of this was going on because of the lack of, you know, information at your fingertips. But um, so you don't like to see it happen, but you understand that that's the way some things get done. And you can kind of push back it, you know, you know, in a way, in the media towards teams and, and the league and, and, you know, get your voice heard rather than, Constantly just being a chess piece um, in the greater scheme of the game, and um, but you know I don't like to see it for a guy like Aaron, who's for 16 years been a face of this league and been at the top of the list of quarterbacks. But um, like we said, that's that's the nature of this game now.
1: Matt, appreciate the insight. All the best. Thanks. Hey, Matt. thanks a lot, guys. All, all right. right, Matt Schaub on the Goodyear Hotline. Had to ask him though. Again, all quarterbacks, you know, you all kind of pay attention. You're in that you know fraternity to see how this thing certainly plays out. But, you know, I still say he's still great. I don't want to hear that he's old. You stick with a player like that, especially coming off an MVP season. He talked about Julio Jones as well. Interesting take there about Julio. He should be on the phone, though, with one person right now. And in his case, it's not the GM. We'll tell you who that is after Jay has this from Straight Talk.
3: It's time for some Straight Talk. Sure. Saving money feels good. Really good, actually. Mm. But cutting your wireless bill in half, that feels really good. Like walk-off home run in the ninth inning good. Okay, maybe not that good, but pretty darn good. With Straight Talk, you can get 25 gigs of high-speed data for 45 bucks a month, up to 50% less than the other guys. Plus, no contract all on America's Best Networks. Why pay a whole lot when you could pay half? Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise.
0: Julio Jones went to Falcons management back in March and asked for a trade. You can't start the season with Julio Jones on your roster as things currently stand.
1: Julio Jones himself wants out.
4: This is Keyshawn J. Will and Zubin.
1: Market madness continues. Keisha and Jay will Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. Alan Hahn in for Zubin. We're in the Sweet Sixteen. Our matchup today in the Aragotes region. So we had LeBron James versus Alex Ovechkin yesterday. LeBron wins that. Lane he moves sliding. on. Yeah, yeah. It was a bit. Although Ovi, I mean, you know, yeah,
6: slightly, slightly under forty percent. Yeah, a little number? some. What's what the, the final
1: number? I think it was like sixty forty, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. yeah. So right now in our 2-3 matchup wow. in this region, it's Coach K versus Larry Fitzgerald, or as Key says, his nickname is Fitzy. This one, it's pretty much LeBron versus Ovi. Hmm. Coach K at 62.3% so far. Larry Fitzgerald, 37.7%. NFL not raining right it now. It has nothing to do with the NFL. Man. In the matchup, uh, you can vote at KeyJNZ right now on Twitter, still about over 20 hours left in the voting. Yeah, it's five, got the
2: five the, championships for Coach K. Yeah, yeah, one of the greatest coaches yeah. in college basketball history. I mean, it's just, you know, Larry put Most up, a, recognized he, put up name. he put up a good fight. Larry <laughs>
3: one of the put, best wide receivers yeah, in history. He, yeah, bro. he put he up, just, up a good fight But Remember, though. this is based off you,
1: Chris yeah. Caney saying that it's, you know, oh. when they get into the club, I mean, who's going to be the first one in when there's only one table left? Like he he said his New York rankings had Jacob DeGrom. Coach K is definitely back on the, the mound tonight for the Mets, though, which is a good sign as he's back from IL. Uh, but Coach K, Larry Fitzgerald, show up at a restaurant anywhere in the country, anywhere in the country. Coach K is going first. Coach K gets the table. Yeah. yeah. How about in Arizona? Yeah. In Phoenix. Co- Coach K gets the table. Coach K, the K, the K table. still gets it. Yeah. yeah. He still gets Ooh, the table. That says a lot. I mean, he Coach K. It's though, Coach K. Man. It's, it's, yeah. Okay. So again, that's Mark, what I said he put up a good fight. The voting at KJNZ on Twitter right now. You can make your vote as we continue market madness in our sweet. 16 so time right now for keys real rankings brought to you by dell small business month is here and dell technologies and windows can help you upgrade your tech with up to 45 percent off high performance pcs work anywhere with windows 10 pro call 877 ask dell so we rank the top what is it now the top destinations the top the best places right
3: For Julio Jones Jones to land.
1: The top five. Adam Schefter reported yesterday the Falcons preferred not to trade Julio Jones in the NFC. Keep that in mind. But would do so for the right price. But now with Jones wanting out of Atlanta, I mean, they're probably just looking for best value no matter what, according to Schefter. So, Key, with that in mind, your top five best destinations, trade destinations for Julio Jones. Number five.
2: In the Indianapolis Colts is at five. I, I look at them with a young Michael Pittman Jr. You bring back T.Y. Hilton, but a big, strong, physical wide receiver like Julio Jones. In that offense with Frank Wright and Carson Wentz, Carson Wentz has never had a receiver like this at this time in Philadelphia. Alshon Jeffrey's not even close to Julio Jones. So you get that weapon to the Colts on an offense that can certainly put up some points. We saw that with Phillip Rivers a year ago. Now you got Carson Wentz in there. They make a run in the AFC. Number four. This one is interesting because it's the Raiders. It's the Las Vegas Raiders. John Gruden is always looking to get better, especially at the receiver position. When you think about the wide receivers that they went out and got a year ago, they got Williams from the Chargers. It didn't work out. They drafted Henry Ruggs. He's just a piece there. But when you get a guy matched with Waller to tie it in alone with Carr, if Carr is still the quarterback yeah. opposed to maybe an Aaron Rodgers. Oh, boy. Jones is there to give him that big backside X receiver that can play big in the red zone, run the slants, do some things in a similar West Coast system that I was in for John Gruden. Number three. This makes all the sense in the world, Although it's the NFC. The San Francisco 49ers would have to figure out how to get Julio Jones to get back with his offensive coordinator when they made a run at the Super Bowl in Kyle Shanahan, who's now the head coach other San Francisco 49ers, it gives them a weapon, although they got some young, talented receivers. Mm-hmm. Adding Julio Jones to the piece with IUK along with Debo Samuels will give them, again, a big receiver, a red zone target, a guy who knows how to play, veteran leadership. He says he wants to go to a team that is winning, and I think that would be the 49ers.
4: Number two.
2: Number two is the New England Patriots. And I know <laughs> people sit back and say, well, how does this work? Yeah, the New England Patriots. The rich get richer. I mean, this is what New England – Are they rich? Yeah, I think they are. They get their players back. They sign guys in free agency. I'm counting on Belichick. I'm not counting Belichick out. Okay. I think when you look at what Belichick has been able to do, resurgence on careers that people said no to. One in particular, Randy Moss. We saw Randy Moss at the Oakland Raiders. He went to New England. It was a different story. Guys like Bill Belichick knows what to do with talent. I know people are looking at Cam Newton and say, well – but. Cam Newton wasn't working with anything last year. If Cam Newton looks like this year, what he looked like last year, then talk to me. Mm. Talk to me and tell me something different if Cam Newton is the football player that we saw last year, this year, with everything at his disposal.
4: Number one.
2: This is easy yeah. for everybody. It should be, right? Yeah. The Baltimore Ravens. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you think about what they want to do, they went out and they signed Sammy Watkins. They got uh, Hollywood Brown. They drafted Bateman from Minnesota. If somehow they can get Julio Jones. Now, remember, Atlanta wants to get him out of the NFC. You never want to trade a guy within the conference or the division. It makes zero sense. So you send him to Lamar Jackson. They get what they need in a resurgence of a passing game. Lamar gets to continue to develop. Then they can make an easier decision on paying Lamar the long-term contract extension that he certainly deserves. And you got an opportunity to match talent with talent as the Kansas City Chiefs, the Cleveland Browns.
1: I watch out for this one very closely. Yeah, I think the Ravens would would really, like you said it, the obvious one, they should already have been talking, right, once you knew that they wanted to make that move. But I got to ask this about the Raiders at four. You mentioned like or they could have Aaron Rodgers. I don't think you can get both guys. It's one or the other. Well it depends on it depends on what they want, right? It depends on what they you, want you're for giving Julio up, Jones. I mean how much of your draft are you giving up? I mean, I I, I thought what Teddy Bruski said was interesting. If I'm Julio Jones, I'm calling Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, but then you can't you just said you can't get both of them. No, I'm saying not, not with the Raiders. I'm just saying if you're if you're him though, where are you going and let's see if we could up, But for the Raiders, yeah, they where, have assets Rodgers, to make that Yeah, but wherever kind of move? Aaron
2: Rodgers is going, they probably already got a bunch of pieces at the receiver spot. So if he goes to Denver, which a lot of people think that's it, they already got receivers. They got offensive playmakers. They're not going to give up their offensive playmakers to get Aaron Rodgers. They'll maybe give up some stuff on defensive side and some draft picks. I mean, we the Raiders defense. doesn't have – Waller's their best receiver at tight end. Right. Henry Ruggs is – I mean, he's... He's a guy. Yeah, I mean, he's young. Still he young, though. take yeah. the top off of it. But that's really it. Can I ask you guys a question? Why, why isn't Tennessee
3: on the list? I mean, with mm-hmm. him and A.J. Brown, with Derrick Henry, could that be enough? To, obviously, with Ryan Tannehill, at the quarterback spot, could that be enough to get them over the hump? They're in the AFC. That seems like a, a that, feasible, that, I just, yeah, don't feasible team for Loma Jones to go yeah. to.
2: I don't like Tennessee's passing game. I just don't like the philosophy. Arthur Smith is now in Atlanta. He was the guy who... Yeah. yeah. A, a, you know, who had them going in the right direction in the passing game. They run the ball way too much. I, I just, no, nah, that ain't for me. I, uh, if I you wouldn't want that. Nah. Well, just, just a thought. Yeah.
1: Tell you what, the Ravens thing would make things very interesting in the AFC. Yeah, the Ravens. Right. Right. Yeah. He ends up there. 49ers, the Ravens. He, yes. But that, that becomes very interesting. And then no more complaints about Lamar Jackson. I mean, you've got now the pieces to get it done. All eyes on him. Do the Knicks have the pieces to stop Trey Young in game two? You know, he's afraid of birds. Weird for a guy that plays for the Hawks, right?
0: Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done.